just like the fucking electricity at Journey Pro's venue, yeah. we're back. <laughs> what happened with, with Oh, that? Did, did we're going to discuss out, it. Did you find, end up finding out what caused... Specifically? Like, the details? Sure, yeah. Not really. Okay. Um, not really. Uh, not exactly. <laughs> but we're back with another exciting, thrilling, extreme episode. There you go. Thank you. Of What Are We Even Doing... I am your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, the last survivor of the singing of the Lusitania, joined, as always, by... <laughs> uh, Brayden, otherwise known as Damien Duschain, uh, the first survivor of the... Singing of the Sing- Lusitania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the first one. Right. I was the first one to be like... Oh, the shit, first person was... to be like, no, man, I'm good. Yeah, the first person to be like, yeah, that shit got a little hairy back there. <laughs> Uh, guys, we have a lot of extreme stuff to talk about today, but before we do that... Yeah, oh, yeah, we... Oh, oh, did it? Right. Are you prepared? All right. We gotta ring that bell. Did you know... Do you notice? Because I... Because we... The we frantic opened, scrambling there was impressive. That was on my part, yeah, a little bit. Um, we open cans differently. I am a big push the thumb on the middle of right. the tab... And then crank. Never you're have. Just, yeah, yeah. Get, you're just got to get that index under and hook and pull. I can't do that. That's yeah. so odd to me. Strange. I, uh, One of the reasons that I need two hands because I got to steady the the can. Otherwise, it's gonna tip over. Right. If I try to do that. So. Hmm. Yeah. I've just know. always opened with two two hands. That's why whenever I see Steve Austin and Sandman, topical. Oh yeah. Do the fucking one handed. Yeah. I can't. Huh. Interesting. Uh, right I, mean, I probably could if I really tried at it, but I've never really tried. <laughs> uh, let's let's do this. Let's commit to the next cans that we have to open. We swap styles, not for the ring of the bell. That 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 could be a disaster. Oh, no, I think oh, we, we should. Oh, oh, okay. I think on the next episode teaser for next. Stay episode, tuned. We have to remember. In fact, I'm going to notate it in my phone. Notate, notate, notate on my, on my note sheet for for. Oh, I almost said what the title was. We don't want to tease that much. For no. Um, you gotta have some mystery. Swap styles for opening bell. Now, so I will see that. We have a lot to discuss on this episode that is not quite pertaining to the main event, but the first thing I gotta say, folks, if you're listening to this at home and you think, did they change something up? Is this an ASMR style podcast now? I gotta stop setting my can on the table where the mic is, because that's even worse now. Okay. The Braden's computer is stealth bomber esque over here at this point. That that dull whir that you're used to is yeah. gone. I had. The, I'm impressed. I I got the. Uh, you said last time it was uh, in. There were some like belts and and like. Oh yeah yeah and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. and yeah. grinders and like some uh-huh. flare vents over here. <laughs> I got all those. Oh wait, out. that's right. Because I can I compared it to like an air cooled dirt bike or, yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. I got all those taken out. Hmm. And then I just replaced them with fans that work. <laughs> Amazing. It's, and it uh, is silent. I got the fans in, and I took it to Technology Made Easy because they were close and they easy. Work, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to replace the fans. Right. But I replaced them, and it is... Dude, dude uh, when I dropped it off, they were like, um, we might be able to get to this today. If not, it'll be tomorrow. I'm like, that's right. fine. Sure. I got other things going on, so I'll be fine. Like, right. I'm not going to be waiting for it. Two hours later, <laughs> they called me. It was done. Guess I'm what? Like, we got okay. to it today, bitch. <laughs> In fact, we got to it the moment you walked out of the building. <laughs> it seems, yeah. 
Love that for you. But it is great, and the best part about it, honestly, if it if the dull roar grinding was yes. still here, that'd be fine. Sure. But as long as I can actually play the game, that's why I got it fixed, is so right. I could play the games because the fans could not handle graphics. the The graphics card is what the fans broke on. Now you know what is interesting though when you talk about like the sound of the of the computer and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I have over the many many episodes that we have done of this show, I have at no point gotten any complaint about the sound from it, and I have in fact received several compliments from different people about the quality of production on this podcast. Brother. <laughs> which is a testament to you, sir, but also... A testament a, to the a, microphone. A, a scathing indictment on the podcast industry as a whole. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, where the fuck are these other guys recording? You and, know what I did what to edit audio? what equipment are they using? You know what I did to edit the audio on this? No. Nothing. Correct. <laughs> I it I will put the theme song at the beginning right. and the end and it will be done. Yeah. I have, however, when we did that uh um t- who shot Tom mm-hmm. uh ending right. for the podcast. I did add a gun sound effect sound effect because when I played off my phone sure. didn't <laughs> translate at all. It was like Oh, okay. Oh uh, yeah. So I, I edit that's the that's the most amount of editing I've ever done. Which is I just let the microphone Honestly, do its shocking. work. Honestly, shocking. Yeah. I just let the microphone do its work. We're and, very good and you at know this. what? And we always address the silences, which makes the silences necessary. That if is we correct. have a really <laughs> long necessary. silence. Necessary. Uh, I don't want to sit there and. I already listened to the show. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to go through and listen and edit because then I'm going to listen to like the same part like three times in a row. Is this good? Right. I don't, I'm not there for that. When I was in Plus, college, I think it seems more genuine. <clears throat> we just let it be. No, I anyway, agree. Um, uh, when I was in college, I did editing for uh, radio advertisements. That was part of our class mm. and whatnot. Guys, the, the industry's dying. The, yeah, hey guys, I know you're here to get your degree. The industry's dead. That's one um, of my favorite. <laughs> Anyway, uh, go ahead. I don't think I've told this story on here, but like basically, the head of the department walked into our classroom the day that uh, Sirius and XM dropped, and just said, "Guys, the industry is dying," and we're all like, <sighs> uh, "So are we still still supposed what? to get an A?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, why? Okay, then why are any of us here? Why are we not just quitting and abandoning this? Um, but yeah, the editing program that they had back then was actually called Saw. Mm. Which I thought was hilarious because this would have been not that far on either side of the release of the film Saw, and the D- did it stand for something? I don't think so. I don't recall it standing for anything. I think it was literally just called called Saw. Mm. Okay, but it was actually a very fun program. It was e- easy to use too. Um. Anyways, Braden. The Flyer. Do you have any wrestling news stuff you would like to discuss? Uh, Which yeah, is always tricky on this show because the, the speed of the the news cycle these days. We I don't think we've ever had a news story that we've covered on here that was more than, or less than two weeks old. Like, right. by the time we get to it. Like, yeah. But, you know. I think the only thing I've really got is uh, there's a handful of releases this past week from NXT. Some of them surprising me. Some of them, I was like, I don't know who that person is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's come out that Roderick Strong has evidently asked for his release like a while ago, and they said no. Which that seems so weird to me. Like it's weird to me in the first place, 
And I'm a fan of Roderick's work. I think that in ring, Roderick is almost unfuckwithable. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing anything with him. He was the cruiserweight champion for a while, I think. He was, and his purpose then was to lose it to someone. And now it yeah. seems like his only lot in life in that company is, oh, we're signing all these guys to NXT that are bad. We need you to have a good match with them. Which, I mean, yeah, man, I get it. You're That's still getting not how paid. You do that, though. But, like... Well, one, it's not how That's you do not that. That's not how you book that. No, that it's you, not. You let them get good. Also, and then, like, can you imagine being, in the grand scheme of things, very, very new, right? And you have to have a match with Roderick Strong. I wouldn't want to have a match with Roderick Strong now. No. Like, the speed, man, the, the I, pace I of this no shit. There's no way. Like, like, okay, I remember when it used to be, like, Oh, he got signed to NX. He got signed to WWE. Wow, it's a big deal. Like he's going to do- now. They will sign me. Mm-hmm. It means nothing to go there anymore. It really doesn't. And like that, coupled with the fact that people are going to AEW because they handle talent better. Right. What's happening here, guys? And it's also a weird thing too. Where it's like, are they keeping Roderick? Because they know the moment that that no-compete deal is up, he's on dynamite. Yeah. There, there's not a doubt in my fucking mind. Undisputed Era is just going to be over there. The, I guarantee Yeah. Like, why not? And if and conversely, if you're Tony Khan and Roderick becomes before, available, too. you're he, a fool not to fucking yeah. try to make that happen. Mm-hmm. For that matter, if, if you're New Japan, if you're Impact... Even if you are Ring of Honor under the Tony Khan umbrella, he has ties to these places. Like, what? Why not? I don't know. It's ooh, it's fascinating. Roddy going back to Ring of Honor would be dope. Former Ring of Honor World Champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So I don't know of any other news. Well, actually, I there were dude. Did you see this thing? I. I got sent a tweet hmm. by that was tweeted by Ryback. Holy shit. And I went to it. It's his actual Twitter page. I think right. it, I think the tweet has been deleted since. Is this where he's like calling Vince McMahon's mom a whore? Dude, here like, um, it's even um, for Ryback it's fucked up. Yeah, it's it's big time not 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 cool. Cuz it's something about Vince having to watch his mom be abused and this, that, and the other, but I, okay. I don't know. Okay. At Vince McMahon, it starts by tagging him. He tags him. I had forgotten that. Holy shit. Like most promoters, has an insatiable urge to have control. He had no control watching his mom get beat up as a child, which is a horrendous thing for a child to witness as their whore mom tries to make ends meet. Vince has failed to evolve... Fuck you, old man. Winky face emoji. Holy shit. And also, okay, you know what? I'm going to, we're going to come back to these hurdles. Okay. But I'm going to jump a lot of hurdles here by jumping the entire tweet. Okay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He has I not worked there for several years at this point. Mm-hmm. Is, has not worked 
anywhere in the wrestling business. I bet you anything in the world he goes to control your narrative. Dude, how, I'm shocked he's not there now. <laughs> I'm shocked he wasn't one of the owner, the founding uh, fathers. Founding fathers. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the Christ? Speaking I don't know that of, he is controlling his narrative, though. Speaking he sounds of, out of fucking whack. Dude, I don't know what happened last night, mm. but today I have controlled three narratives. I don't remember eating spicy food, <laughs> but there's so much chaos in my project pit right now. <laughs> Woo! Just saying. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, yeah, mm. dude. So, anyway. <laughs> I've got something I would like to talk about. I guess Perfect. this is technically wrestling news, even though I was involved. Um, so, <clears throat> this past weekend, Journey Pro, night one and two, <laughs> inaugural event in the Agnes Center. Which, mm-hmm. So, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just hit some of the high points of this story, because okay. I'm going to be on a uh, <clears throat> different podcast tomorrow night, which is solely for... The Journey Pro experience or whatever. Okay. So I'm going to save that for uh, that show. But, save the, the a lot of the details. But I want to get the bullet points and just kind of explain to you, the people, what it all <laughs> meant, uh, especially to me. So, first things first. The Agnes Center is okay. what it's called. We're just calling it Agnes. The It's on Agnes Avenue or, or whatever in Kansas City. The building itself is massive. Like, it's really fucking big. Um, And there's good portions of it that are still, like, closed off. And even with that, it is gigantic. Phone went off. Cool. Dang it. Um, So I traveled with a friend of the show, Connor Hopkins, and uh, Jay Fowler. I I specifically talked to you Mm -hmm. and took off those two days to go with. Right. And then I completely forgot. You never brought it up. I never brought it up. I didn't I even think about it. I don't know what happened. I yeah. just, I completely forgot. And then when you were on, you were there, I was like, oh. That's it, what that it, is. It, it did seem weird for me to be off Thursday and Friday, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we get there, um, check out the venue. It's, in my mind, it's great for wrestling just because it's so goddamn big. Um, they've, they're doing some decorating already. It's only going to get better. Yeah, it's only yeah. going to become, quote, I guess, nicer. But for me, it has that real kind of a fight club vibe to it right now that yeah, I love. Yeah, big time. Uh, so night one, I uh, had a match with uh, my dear old friend, Zicky Dice. Great to catch up with him. We had a very good match. The house was good. Everything was, was good. Night two. So this was a two-night show, a two-night tournament. Winner becomes inaugural Journey Pro Champion. Gonna let you guys in a little secret. Wrestling's a work, so I knew that I was <laughs> I was the guy that you know was getting yeah, the nod yeah. for this, right? So I'm already nervous because this is a big deal, right? Yeah. We have a new venue. We're in essence relaunching slash not relaunching the company, right? Yeah, yeah. Because pandemic and everything else, blah blah blah. So I'm already nervous. I'm like, okay. Night two. Uh, my first match was with Laney Luck. It was great. Absolutely loved it. My second match was with uh, Darian Bankston, whom some of you may have seen on AW Dark. And we were kind of in a bad spot on the card and everything else. And I was like, hey, man, let, I just want to do like a quick sprint. So we just kind of did like the Kenta Ricky Marvin ish thing. Yeah. I think the match probably was less than three minutes. Oof. Okay. And, you know. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
And that and I was also kind of like, everyone else is going to go long. <laughs> he was cool about it. It was all fine. So, you know, did that one. That was fine. So then the end result, it's me and Jeremy Wyatt in the finals. And I'm very nervous for reasons I already talked about. And guys, if you don't know, Jeremy Wyatt's a God-tier professional wrestler. I consider him a friend. I consider him a peer. But he intimidates the fuck out of me even still. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be fine. This is going to be good. And we talk some stuff out. Everything's fucking ready. I had a scoop of pre-workout like I ate it, like Connor Hopkins style, <laughs> just a few minutes before because I'm like, I got to be in the fucking zone, chief. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking ready, right? Get to the curtain, and there's a storm outside. And a few minutes, I think it was the previous match, referee Nick Chin says to me, man, it'd be kind of funny if like the match ends and the power went out. And I go, don't say that. Don't fucking say that. And he's like, I'm just, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just joking, right? I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm like, don't fucking put it out there. God hates me. Now you've given him ideas. <laughs> so I'm behind the curtain. My music starts. And there's a, like, on that song that I use there, it's sort of like a 45 or 50 second intro before the yeah. beat hits and I go out. Yeah. It has not gotten to that beat yet. So I have not gone through the curtain. And all of a sudden, boo, black. Everything dies. I turn, and in the darkness, the first person I saw was Nick Chin. And in that moment, I was... I, I don't know if I've been more angry in my life. I couldn't remember. And I ran for him. I charged at him, and he ran the fuck away in the dark. I don't know where the fuck he went. In that moment, if I if I had caught him, I would have beat him to death. Oh, my God. And I God. know... But just because I'm so... It, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's... Obviously, it's not his fucking fault. But because yeah. he said that shit, and yeah, yeah. fucking like, I, I, I would have hit him until my hands bled. Like, I wouldn't have stopped. He gets away from me, whatever. I'm like, well, now what the fuck? So everyone's like, what do we do? What do we do? We're trying to figure out, like, is there a breaker? Or what, like, what's happened? Does anyone else have power? And I look through the curtain, and I can see, like, equipment that still has lights on. And I'm like, there's some power in this building. Well, what I didn't know was that shit was battery-operated. And that was because they were streaming it live on Twitch. So these are the cameras that have been feeding the live feed. The live feed is down, but the cameras are still going. But I don't know that. Okay. So basically, the cameras are recording all of this, but it's just not streaming, if that makes any sense. Okay. Well, I don't know this. I'm like, I don't know. You know, what do we do? What do we do? Fans get their phones out. Mm-hmm. They start lighting the ring. And I think it was Walter or Chris, one of them was like, dude, the ring is lit. And I kind of like looked out and I was like, oh my God. And I looked over at Wyatt and I was like, do we, what do we do? And he was like, you want to just do it like this? And I was like, yeah, fine. Fuck it. So I go out. So at this point, I am now wound up on both my own nerves and anxiousness. Yeah. A big scoop of lit <laughs> and the unbelievable aura that's happening now. So I go out and the people were, it, it's the loudest reaction I think I've gotten. Like, it was absolutely indescribable. So then I'm more into it, just on my, quote, entrance. No music. I tried singing the song, and I got blown up, and I forgot the words. And it didn't matter. They all just thought I was yelling gibberish. But, like, I was so into it from that moment until the end of the night. I was just absolutely enraptured. And I remember I got in the ring, and, like, they're still just up. They're just absolutely losing their shit. And all I've done is walk into the ring. And I got up on the middle turnbuckle and was just in the moment, just started screaming, I can still see you. I can still see every single fucking one of you. Like, yeah. it was just fucking incredible. And so then Wyatt comes out, massive heat on him. 
we have the match, and at the very beginning, I was like, for a split second, I was so sad because I was like, no one's going to see this. And I was so fucking sad. And then, like, that kind of got buried by, I got to have this match, you know, and everything else. The match isn't, it is the best match I've had. Wow. Period. Like, at this point, that is the best match I've had. And I said that to several people afterwards, but, like, as it progressed and we got down the stretch, so to speak, that place was just more on board with every single thing that we did. Like, I haven't heard a reaction like that. And keep in mind, this is all... They they kept their phones up. They kept their phones up and their lights on the whole time. So, finish happens. They come absolutely unglued. New champ. Walter gets in the ring and hugs me. I cry. He cries. I give a big speech afterwards. And I... You know, I eventually I leave the ring and I go to the back, and it's still pitch black back there. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's no there's no army of people with their phones back there. It's just yeah. the guys. And I went back to where like me and like Fowler and Connor had set up our stuff. Which even the backstage area of that place, the backstage area is big enough to run a show in. Like that that building is that big. I love that. And I went back there. It's just a concrete floor. I went back there. I was in my gear and just drenched in sweat, and super hot, and just like overwhelmed basically and like I stopped and, and thanked Wyatt and I thanked a couple of other people and I, I told I know I told Chris who was facing I was like that's the best match I've had like that's it there's nowhere to go but downhill from here I love uh, it. I but love I, it. I finally found my little corner where I was at and I had uh, other kick pads because I changed gear for every round because I'm a mark and dude I grabbed my phone and I had a text from Meg and it just said I love you I'm so proud of you and I was like you saw it and she said yeah, somebody like streamed it on Periscope or something, and I I didn't think that she was going to get to see it, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit! And uh, I had my kick pads in a little pile, and I laid flat on my back on the concrete in the dark, and I cried, like just so much shit just pouring out of my body, like physically, emotionally, mentally, like just all over the fucking floor of that goddamn building. That that is what dreams are made of it dude it was it, it was unforgettable and so like and then chin walks up and with a bottle of beer is like yeah hey, yeah i'm sorry i said that dumb shit before i'm like just give me that drink leave me alone <laughs> no that's kidding i'm kidding i i like chin still even though he did make that happen um yeah it's it, that is his fault yeah clear entirely yeah and isn't it great to know that you'll never be as good as that again? <laughs> it's very comforting. I just love to word it in yeah. a really dark way. There's a, a Simpsons joke where, uh, I think it's actually in the movie, where Bart says, this is the worst day of my life, and Homer, trying to be a good dad, goes, the worst day of your life so far. Uh, <coughs> but, like... Damn, finally. Yeah, man. Like, it was... <coughs> it was just everything. And, like, the reaction online has been great. Like, that story about the people lighting up the... The ring is like getting traction, like, and I it's I saw funny because like I was talking about the day after, and I was like, <coughs> or that night and the day after, I was like, that match would have been great regardless. In hindsight, that almost ended up helping everything, <laughs> definitely, and making it not just a great match, but like a great moment. And so, on top of it all, come to find out, all that footage is there even with the weird lighting and everything, and it will be made available. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, I went through something similar one time at an AAW show when they took over for Dreamwave. 
I, I remember hearing about this. Someone hit something. Yeah. Busted something or whatever, and power went out in LaSalle. Mm-hmm. And everyone brought their phones out. And it's kind of like one of the, having been in a crowd where that kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And then the, the show kept going and all that stuff. It's one of those weird things where it kind of it just becomes, all right, guys, we're all in this together. Let's make yeah, this Yeah, that was awesome. the coolest and part. Like, yeah. Yeah. The sense of camaraderie between people that are, by and large, strangers. Yeah, yeah. And, like, <laughs> the timing on it, honestly, was so fucking oddly perfect. Because they they announced, hey, this is the, the main event, finals of the tournament, winner is first ever champion. Music hits, and it all dies. Yeah. Like, and... Because I think that the weird thing for me is it's like, oh man, imagine if it had happened during the match before us. Not as good. It would have been a disaster. Because yeah. then they those guys would have had to finish the match in darkness. And I don't think the crowd would have been as up for it. Yeah. I think they would have just been like, oh, okay, well, the power's out. There was mm-hmm. just something oddly perfect about the timing that that shit happened. But. Yeah. Anyways, so that happened. I, I hope they do some, some like, Joe Kobashi type thing and just leave leave the commentary off that match. Maybe they do. I, I don't know. That part I have no knowledge of. I would love to hear just the raw footage with the crowd noise. I shared some clips of it uh, via our Twitter Yeah, I thing, saw that, too. And it was absolutely fantastic. It also, it's a weird thing, too, where it's like... And, like, you and me, I think of both experiences where you can be in front of a crowd that's loud and the video just doesn't do it justice. Yeah. The video, you know these people are loud and it doesn't do it justice. Like, it was genuinely deafening in that place. Like I love it. And that. it was very cool that, like, even the, the, the guys in the back, like, the rest of the roster, they were like, whoa, that was that was special. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Effie. Effie was on the show. Mm. And... Afterwards, he was like, guys, that was incredible. I was like, any notes? And he was like, no. What could I possibly have to say about that? <laughs> Love it. Yeah. But, like, it was just a genuinely great moment for me, like, personally and professionally. Like, Journey's very near and dear to my heart, and it's always going to have a special place for me. But you know what else is going to have a special place for me? Hartenbauer brand edible napkins. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been worn out and tired from a night of wrestling and mercilessly hung over from about 40 to 50 beers? So the next day, you and your friends go out to a local establishment and you order some wings, but the napkin is left dangerously close to the wings, and you're so hung over that you finally decide that you believe in God, but only because it would take God to hate you that much for you to feel as terrible as you do? Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever eaten somewhere around 30 to 35 wings and then had to look over at your friend Tom and say, Oh my God, I think I ate a napkin and then tom looks back at you and says yeah mike i think that you did the napkin seems to not be near your plate anymore and i still have mine oh my god mike did you actually eat a napkin and then you have to say i don't know then try hartenbauer brand edible napkins here's how it works when you know you're going to get irreparably damaged from both professional wrestling alcohol or anything else for that matter put the napkins in your pocket the next day when you go eat the wings Use the napkins in your pocket. Even if you have to write a note on your hand, that's fine. Don't eat restaurant napkins. (laughs) Just eat Hartenbauer brand edible napkins. A proud sponsor of What Are We Even Doing? I've never heard of that one before. Oh, that that was real. (laughs) 
pretty sure he ate a napkin that day. Oh, I've heard that story, which is why this is hilarious. Oh, I'm I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah. The, the brand. Yeah. Don't spoil the illusion. No, no. I, I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you're saying. Well, what did I say? Something about a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Nothing at all. Um, do you got anything else uh, that you've watched recently? I... You know what? I started... I went through a little phase, a tiny phase, and by that I mean two nights sure. in my life. Gotcha. I was just watching whatever full matches they had on YouTube, uh, WWE had on YouTube. Right. And I watched... I, I, for some reason, got on the train of Survivor Series matches. Okay. And, like, the recent ones, so... We're talking like I watched four videos in three hours. I was going to say they're very are, long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was one of them. I think it was the 2016 Survivor Series match. I can't remember. Uh, doesn't matter. I feel like it was 2016. 2016, I think, was when Goldberg came back. No, that yeah. couldn't have been. Was it Survivor Series 2016? It was that yeah. long ago. Yeah. Holy shit! Because I remember that Survivor Series match is like. Baller as fuck, and nobody cared because that was a night that Goldberg just walked through Lesnar. See, I watched that, and I, th- I think it's that's that's the one. I li- Hold on, try, again. try that again. <laughs> I think that's the one that I watched. That I was like, "This is fucking awesome." Did it have Roman spearing Shane McMahon out of the air and concussing him? Yes. Then the, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. somehow that didn't even really make the news. It was just. Goldberg crushes Lesnar. You can see Randy Orton go talk to Shane's kids. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah, Orton rules. Anyways, go on. And I watched something else, but I don't fucking remember. <laughs> um, oh, I picked one of them. I think... I want to say it was like 07 or 08 Survivor mm-hmm. Series match was on there. And okay. I picked it because I saw MVP and... Uh, no, I saw who? It was Rey Mysterio and I can't for the life of me remember who else. Kicking MVP and Great Collie was in the background and I was like, <laughs> I need to see this. It was fine. Sure. Kali, but Kali though. Alright. So it comes down to, um, Kali gets in there for a second or whatever and does something with who gives a fuck. Sounds oh, you know great. what? It was, it was Johnny Nitro. And Rey Mysterio kicking him the MVP. Okay. okay. Anyway. He gets in there, does a brain chop, eliminates someone, does his head butts and maybe something else, and yeah. then tags out. And then it comes down to, like, Kali, someone, and Sean Or, Kali and Shawn Michaels. It comes down to those two. What a great and then team. On, they on that win. team. Okay. And then, who... Someone else over... It's down to that person. Shawn Michaels eliminates him, and Kali comes in and celebrates. I was like, he did nothing. Stood on the apron for ten minutes. Yeah. And that's it. Love that. I love it. I love it, Mago. Sorry, that took me a lot of time to explain. (laughs) Me and this pen is just a thing that's going to happen on this show now. It is. And before we discuss the pen, I'd also like to throw out, I saw last weekend, went out with the missus to the theater and saw The Northman. Mm. Mm. Movie that I was very excited to see and that very much let me down. Um, okay. I can't recommend it. Um, the visuals, incredible. Like, unbelievable visuals. Score was great. The story, 
should have been okay. Uh, and then there was just too much stuff where I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, for me, if you're going to do this, like, kind of Viking-ish, you know, Icelandic, this is the world that this movie sets in, right? Oh, but there's magic, because there's, like, wizards and shamans and shit. That's fine. By all means, tell me that story. But, either magic is real, or it isn't. And okay. to me... And they do some cool shit. Like, there's a thing where um, he basically fights what I would call, like, the Viking version of a mummy. Like, but it's big as shit. It's like a big undead Viking corpse thing. And takes okay. its sword. But the thing about the sword is it can only be unsheathed at night or in the light of Hell's Gate. So, during the rest of the movie, anytime... And people take the sword from him. And they try to pull it out during the daylight and it won't come out of the sheath. And I'm like, well, that's cool. Yes, Hell's Gate, the submission hold that he is now applying to an invisible person. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, let's co- stop it, because now it just looks like <laughs> it, it's, it's, not cor- it's not good. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just going to keep doing it for the rest <laughs> of that bit. Anyway, go ahead. But it's like, okay, well, that's cool, but do more with that. Like, there's a point in it where the guy is, like, howling, and there's foxes howling alongside of him, and I'm like, are you talking to these animals? Or is what what's happening here? And guess what? You know what that plays into in the movie? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Fucking yeah, nothing. That's what I expected. So it's shit like that where I'm like, also, you're trying to get vengeance on one dude, and magic exists. Do something with that. <laughs> Curse him. I don't know. Fucking hocus pocus. Yeah, Kill yeah, him. Like yeah. I wanted a dragon or something at that point, and there isn't one. But I was also kind of like, well, if if we're not going to go that far with it, don't do it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. Don't. I don't know. I I can't recommend it. Like it would be fun to like just watch on a lazy afternoon at home, mm-hmm. like get baked and watch it. Because like to me, great visuals, great visuals can kind of carry a movie sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Like I I, I like the first Doctor Strange movie just fine. To be honest with you, that might be one of my favorite things about Moonfall. Moonfall has incredible have visuals. Great visuals. It really does, yeah. and like. If you're watching the right movie and you can just shut your brain off, yeah. And sometimes it's like, like, this, uh, have you probably haven't even heard of it? Drive with uh, Ryan Gosling. Great movie. It's an action okay. movie. He he has no dialogue. The whole movie. He, he's the star of it. And he doesn't speak. I love that. It's incredible. I love stuff that's unique like and that. And you you can yeah. follow the story, but like to me, the visuals are what carry it. Okay. Like yeah. you can watch that movie on. You could feasibly watch it on silent and enjoy it. And that's great. Moonfall for a different reason. So, but. Moonfall, this is one of the, okay, so Moonfall, I know we, we talk about this movie all the time, but it's one of those movies where I went in with my brain shut off, because sure. I was expecting, you know, it's a destruction movie. Like it's a, a like Roland a, Emmerich movie. movie. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. Yeah, so I my my brain was shut off, and that movie shut it the fuck on. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it pulled me in with the. Stu- with it's the just- still not streaming anywhere. <laughs> I love it, Michael. Like I, I don't even it. know if you can rent it on Amazon. I may fucking look. Uh, Why not? <laughs> which to me is just baffling because now I feel like a movie comes out and within three weeks they're deciding, "Hey, we're going to keep this in the theater, or we're going to just put it on any streaming service that we can." Yeah. Um. Oh shit. Nope. 
it's <laughs> sorry. I typed in Moonfall on my Amazon app, and the first thing that came up was Moonfall 4K, and I thought, oh, don't you fucking play with me now. Oh. Uh, you yeah, no, it's it, though. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh wait, this says. Hang on, hang on. It might be available to stream on Amazon. Okay. Like, I think you have to pay for it still. Watch trailer, add to watch list. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you excited for the trailer for Avatar 2 that's coming out, like, this week? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh man, it... The only thing that I've heard about the trailer before the trailer comes out is that I guess the the CG in it is like next level good, which I'm like, well, it fucking better be, frankly. Yeah. The CG is the only reason I saw the first one in theaters in the first fucking place. Because they did like a reverse 3D thing where you would you wore the glasses but it yeah. felt like you were going in, mm-hmm. which was amazing. But then when you I tried to watch that movie at home, I'm like this isn't as good without that, like, immersive effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Still, uh, just pioneer for CG water, dude. Oh, yeah. The water. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of videos about, like, people, VFX artists right. reacting to v- VFX, and they're like, that water is not real, and it never once hit me that it wasn't. So you know what's going to be interesting then about this, especially just if for another reason, this trailer... Sequel is called Avatar 2, The Way of Water. And evidently, mm. the majority of the movie is taking place underwater. Why, though? <laughs> because James Cameron is a madman. With a maniac dream. He really is. Uh, you want to move on? Should we get to this to uh, the, not the meat quite. and the potatoes? What yeah. do you got? This bandage on my thumb I have. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about this? Uh, no, but you, you cut your hands seemingly every four to five hours. Alright, I don't need this from you. Guys, I'm friends with him on Snapchat. He... I do, yeah, I... Probably three times a week posts a picture of your hands bloody at your job. Yeah, sometimes I catch a hangnail on one of our Velcro straps. Mm. And those bleed a lot when you catch them wrong. Okay. What are you looking at me like that for? I don't know. And and I'm really suck-ass with a razor blade. Is that what you want me to say? I didn't say that at all. Because I am. <laughs> what? Hold I on. Su- I cannot use razor knives. Okay. I mean, I can, but I just... Poorly, because you keep cutting yourself. I can, but here I think the problem is I don't have patience. What happened to your thumb? I was getting there. Okay. And then you cut me off and then, do, like... Uh, we had a server at my job this week have to get four stitches in her thumb because she was aggressively cleaning a wine glass, broke it, and stabbed herself in the thumb with it all in one motion. How? Well, that was my response because I was told this in the tone of like, oh yeah, she cut her hand pretty bad. She, you know, was washing, like, in that tone of like, show concern, and I just went, how do you fuck that up that badly? <laughs> I love In it. what direction are you cleaning the glass that you are able to snap it? Down. Because exactly. I was told, like, you know the the neck on a wine glass? Yeah. That's what cut her. So it seems like she somehow forcibly scrubbed, which also, 
how dirty is the wine glass? Settle the fuck down. What are you doing? <laughs> I I don't know, but yeah, four know. stitches in the thumb. Yeah, so my thumb has this bandage, right? I see that. I was using my utility knife to... This is going to be the stupid, like, the saddest, like, does this person have a life thing ever. I don't care. <laughs> I was cutting off pieces of, like, the back of the pants part, like, the shorts part of my Samoa Joe figure. Okay. Because it hangs a little low, and you can't bend the knee all the way. Okay. And I was like, I'm enough, enough with this. I'll just raise that up. And then it'll be fine, it'll look great, and then we're done. And I was so patient for so long. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to take, like, a bigger chunk once I started the second. um, Because I was taking off little pieces at a time. Right. I tried to take a bigger chunk off on the second leg, and it just went (laughs) right into my thumb. And then I panicked and, like, dressed up my wound and then left because I had other plans that day and I didn't plan to cut my thumb about 10 minutes before I wanted to leave but anyway yeah yeah and I left it for a while and I was like I probably shouldn't have done that because it's pretty deep so I had Bailey's mom look at it and now we're good oh good my parents used to always tell me when I would get a cut (laughs) this this is probably not good medical advice because my first thought especially this kid be like I need a band-aid I need a band-aid and they would literally say no, no, just hold it closed and let the air get to it. <laughs> what? I I don't know. What? That was literally like, oh yeah, it's not going to heal. You got to let the air get to it. I've heard like you got to air it out at night or something like that for certain things, but like Yeah. Just cl- just hold it closed and Yeah. What am I supposed to do this until it heals? I guess just sit tight for <laughs> 15, 20 minutes until your shit starts to clot. I, I don't know. Like, that was just what I was told. Your like, shit starts to clot? Not the actual shit, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Brother, I had a shit clot the other day. <laughs> Look, you gotta control that narrative. <laughs> I had a shit... I had a shit clot the other day. You gotta clot your narrative. Blow your balls off. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, what is it... Why is it... <laughs> I was about to ask the stupidest question ever. I was well, going to say, why is it so gross when I say shit clot? Well, it's one, speech. I don't think anyone's ever said those that term until this moment. I know, I'm, I'm 100% sure I that we invented I thought you were going to ask, why is it so funny to use the phrase, blow your balls off? That is funny. I don't know why that's so funny. That's phenomenally funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Have we even started to talk about what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Not even a little bit. This is almost a good running gag on this show, too, by we the way. Also, is it like, how long do we go before we even talk about what we're going to talk about? I think we've hinted at it, though. Because I said bit. something about Sandman and Extreme, yep. but I don't think we said what it, what it is. Where are we at right now? 43 minutes. That might be That might be our biggest it's undercard. A, it's up there, yeah. It's up yeah. there. Yeah. For the longest undercard. We, folks... We're learning from our mistakes, is what, what we're doing, <laughs> because we're padding the front half of this. That is correct, because there's not a whole lot here. Uh, <laughs> ah, fuck it. We, we can You riff. picked this. I did. Uh, so we're following up a, an episode from a few weeks back, but we're doing the first episode of WWECW, the ECW relaunch. Mm-hmm. Coming to you from June the 13th, 2006. 
But I love the 2000! <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Before we go on, the other thing that I watched that I wanted to talk about on this show. Because for some reason, I'd never seen it, and I don't know how it got brought up, but I was like, man, I gotta see this fucking movie. I watched John Carpenter's 1995 film, In the Mouth of Madness. Okay. Starring Sam Neill of Jurassic Park fame. He's mm-hmm. Alan Grant. So this is a year after Jurassic Park. And I'm like, you should have been the biggest thing in the world at this point. But you were just in what was at that point the biggest movie that had movied. <laughs> yeah. In the Mouth of Madness. Now, admittedly, I watched this movie whilst impaired. Mm-hmm. As it were. Yep. It's an hour and a half long. Love that. It is batshit insane. Would you say it's mad? I would. Uh, in both a positive and a negative. Because then at the end of it, I was like, I don't even know if anything happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of it's a fucking unreliable narrator. A lot of it's, this is real, but is it? Like, you're questioning the sanity of everyone involved. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It was, it was something. There's monsters in it at one point. That's cool, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyways... 2006. (laughs) (laughs) Again. Oh, yeah, but then you reminded me again. I've been working on my Edge impression. Okay. And I only have one phrase, and I would like to show it to you now. Is Edge saying 2000? No. Okay. No. All right, go. Yeah, well, I didn't know my best friend was going to turn into a little bitch. That's very good for that line. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think I. Now can that go is off from that. SummerSlam two two thousand and thirteen, <laughs> correct? Eleven. Eleven. That's right. I'm sorry. Yes, because that's um, Christian and Orton. Of that's course, right. that's is. right. Yep, yeah. Yep. Uh, so can, this, can we talk about Orton for a second? I don't think we've done that enough. We I'm actually kidding. did compliment him on this, but yeah, uh, <laughs> this. <laughs> I feel like the majority of our recorded podcasts have been us talking about Orton. Oh, yeah, that's the joke. Oh, I know. Um, but I love how we have started to tease this now for five minutes. <laughs> controversial opinion here. And you know what? If you got to fucking cancel me, then you can fucking cancel me. I'm just going to say this. Uh, Randy Orton is very successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, controversial opinion. I don't care. I, I might get some heat. Okay. I might get some heat. All right. Hot take! <laughs> Like, at deskchain underscore QD, if you want to maim me about this, I'm sorry. I think the Hardy Boys were a very influential tag team. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Anyways. I love how long the build-up is, <laughs> and then it's just nothing. <laughs> this, uh, so what other note, before we get into the actual show here, coming to you from Trenton, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this opportunity to look up Trenton, New Jersey, because Are we I start saw talking that... shit about New Jersey now? Ah, uh, do we have to? <laughs> I think okay. Jersey does it for itself. Okay, fair enough. Um, no. I was just wondering if this was like another Vermont situation. No, fuck Vermont. <laughs> um, no, the thing that I found interesting was that I was kind of like, I've never heard of a... I'm, I'm positive there's been wrestling shows there, but like... I didn't think of any WWE show I could ever remember taking place in Trenton, New Jersey. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Trenton, New Jersey. It is the capital of New Jersey. Didn't know that. You didn't? No, I didn't. 
Did you? Yeah. Are you a, a states and capitals guy? Yeah, I'm a states and capitals guy. What's Don't the... quiz me, please. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what you, were you going to say? You threw up the block before I could even get in a jam. What were you going to say? Uh, Montana. Dude, I used to know these. Butte? What? Is it Butte? I don't Butte, know. Butte, Montana? That sounds or like that my... Just... It should have been my wrestling thing. <laughs> <laughs> now coming to the ring, Butte, Montana. That's such a good... I routinely forget that Montana is a state. You know who else does? The people who live in Montana. <laughs> All fucking 50 of them. <laughs> is there wrestling in Montana? Probably. There's no fucking way. Montana Championship Wrestling, dude. <laughs> Montana Championship Wrestling. It's like being the world's tallest midget. <laughs> yeah, you're the best wrestler in Montana, but who gives a fuck? fuck? There's no way. Is it Butte? I could have sworn. I, I, I haven't even gotten to type. Okay, so been, I'm sorry. We've been joking all. Welcome to Geography non-stop, Talk. Non-stop. Helena. Helena, Montana? Helena. Oh, okay, like the My Chemical Romance song. Sure. <laughs> uh, anyways, Trenton, New Jersey, capital of New Jersey, which I didn't know, and evidently you did. Um, <laughs> population, 83,412 people. So this is a, a, a larger town. Yeah. I just, and if there's been um, a major show there, then fine. I just wasn't aware of it. For some reason, I just made a note of that. Uh, yeah, and, um, the opening video package. Have we even said what this is yet? <laughs> oh, I thought I did. Uh, this is the first episode of WWE ECW. I th- okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember but just to make sure. Anything. Just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's an opening video package, and they're really hyping that John Cena's gonna be here. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Take your, take whatever... Nostalgia of viewer might have had for ECW out of the equation. That's a smart move. Yeah, he's I the think biggest so. star in the company. You want to get eyes on your product. That's exactly how I looked at it. And I, I was like, okay, cool. And then, drowning pool. Yeah. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. I, for what I thought this show like. This is I, I my note here. Yes, yeah. as, as exactly how I wrote it. As much as I love, don't question my heart. I think Drowning Pool works better for ECW. It does. <laughs> like that's honestly what I was about to say. So like, my memories of this were very hazy, but I remember watching this when it happened because I was stoked. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're gonna get ECW, but ran like a business. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like amazing, like so into it. And then I remember hearing that song for the intro and being like, that's perfect. That's what this should be. Yes. And and uh, my, then my things first happen. Note, my first note on the whole show says there's so much promise here. They're honestly <laughs> 100%. Like, so, okay. What do you think of the set? That's just the brick wall. I like that. I loved it. Brick wall, a little bit of I think mesh fence on either side, kind of cheap looking spotlights and shit. I was I I absolutely loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I have a note here. What do you think WWECW would look like if it were around today? Oh, dude. Probably I, just like NXT 2.0, honestly. It would look like NXT 2.0, but like... I, I was almost going to say like a 90s version of it because they would try to make it like still edgy, but it's not. Like all the people's pro uh, promo pictures would be them wearing sunglasses, like looking down, like an eye kept cocked over the one side of the sun. They'd all Can be wearing... you not do that? No, I can't. They'd all be wearing Oakley's. Yeah, <laughs> some dumb shit. Like it would they'd be... all go through a hundred tables, but they're, they'd all be talking about how they... rad they are. Yeah, they break perfectly <laughs> in half. I hate the way they do that now. Yeah, like two, well, like three years ago maybe, tables broke. Even like WWE, tables. Yeah. like tables. Now it's so clearly right down the middle. Yeah, it's and not it really great. takes me out of it. You know what's weird is that it also kind of gives less to the guy taking the bump. Yeah. Like yeah, it's 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 bad. Um so I have a note about this uh that I wanted to bring up with you because I thought that your reactions here would be great. I have a note about rumors about what this was going to be. Okay? okay so yeah. this is 06, so they started the plans for this in like earlier in the year and whatnot cuz this is June. There were already rumors online and this stuff comes back every so often. And then it goes away. There were heavy rumors online that this was going to be Vince's way of attacking the independents. Because ECW, this brand, would do house shows and they would do TV and they would do pay-per-views. But they would run specifically in smaller venues. And there were rumors that they were going to sign a lot of independent talent to ECW. So, like, you, you know, Raw would run, like, the Allstate in Chicago, right? But ECW would run, like... Logan Square or the Frontier Fieldhouse, and they were. This was the idea that was leaked online. Was oh, this is how they're going to target the Indies. Like supposedly they were going to sign Amazing Red, and they were going to sign the Maximo Brothers, the SAT, and they were going to be on ECW. But like all of this stuff was like very heavily the out hell? there. Now, granted, this didn't happen. Yeah. But then years later, when NXT became what most of us know as NXT. That, again, became the rumor that, oh, shit, they're signing all these indie guys. I at, remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I and like they, remember and, Oh, fuck, it. they're going to do house shows and go to these smaller venues, and it's going to exterminate the indies, you know? like. And That's then it so be- And then wild. it came back again with 205 Live. Yeah. Because 205 Live did, like, one tour of house shows. Maybe a couple, but I remember them doing one specifically. And again, that rumor came up where they were like, Oh fuck! They're signing, you know, your Tony Nieces and your Mustafa Ali's and everything to like. We're gonna sink in and exterminate those dastardly independents, and it's like. I mean, I I really I don't think Vince cares. I don't either. Like I I like the idea gonna... of that rumor more than I like the rumor. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, if they were to do something like that, I think it would actually be good for the business. Like. Overall. Okay. Because then your actual independents become much more of that, quote, renegade promotion. Where they say, the machine's coming after us. They're going to exterminate us. Fuck that. You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We'll run in your backyard. Like. Yeah. It's. And I don't know. I, I, I It would have been cool. But I don't think that was ever actually real. So Paul Heyman comes out. Yeah. I like the presentation here. 
Like, so when I first saw the set, I was like, I like this. Yeah, I agree. Um, Heyman introduces Rob Van Dam. It's pretty insane that RVD was WWE champion. Like, I kind of always forget that. I feel it was too late. Yeah. They should have pulled the trigger on him in 01, but they didn't. Okay. Fair. Um, I also remember, because I was a big mark for stuff like this, in the build-up for the match where RVD wins the belt, he had said, and Heyman had said, when RVD wins that championship, there will be no more WWE title. We will rechristen it the ECW title. So me, I was like, oh, what what, what would they do? What would they do without a WWE title? Oh, my God. Spoiler. Nothing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Joey Styles and Taz. Yeah. The commentary here. I can... I might be able to get behind that. I like them as a duo. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to have a soft spot for Taz and Michael Cole. Taz and Cole is perfect. Like, especially so for that perfect. era of SmackDown. They were just on point. Yeah. I don't know if that duo would work past that time period. Like, I can't fathom those two calling, like, SmackDown now or Raw. or You know what I mean? Fair. That's I think fair. just because, like, they were perfect for what the product was in that time yeah. period. Yeah. That's fair. Um, RVD comes out, says some words, and then uh, he gets presented with the ECW title, and just decides, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm just going to keep this one too." <laughs> Which I kind of was like, you know, if somebody else did that, I would hate it. But with RVD, he does. I I, I don't know. He yeah. kind of made that work. Yeah. Um, RVD's first ECW World Title, by the way. Which is weird. And he didn't even fucking win it. <laughs> he just <laughs> was given it. I, that's. Yeah, um, I like this championship. It looks—it's a good-looking belt. That ECW belt? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I always loved how it had purple snakeskin on the inside of it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that was very cool. Um, so out comes Edge, and if anyone from WWE would fit in ECW, it's fucking Edge, dude. Yeah, big yeah. time. Absolutely. Uh, he is out with also ECW alumni Lita. Did you know that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know Going that. Back, yeah. Lita's um, invested in double sided tape. Yeah, it yeah. has probably made a fortune <laughs> off yeah. of selling stock in double sided tape. Because mm-hmm. Hachi Machi guys, <laughs> like, yeah, we're trying to be complimentary here, but also. Complimentary. Hot damn. We're a quick turn away from a disaster. Oh, man. Just, she cannot walk too quickly, or yeah, yeah. this show becomes TVMA very quickly. Mm-hmm. Holy Lord. Um, and, and, it, and did we mention the science? Uh, if we did, great. If we didn't, science, guys. If we did, let's mention it again. Science. A uh, little bit of a promo here. Sets up Edge versus RVD at Vengeance. Sounds dope. Uh, I've seen that match. It is fucking awesome. Edge and RVD always had good matches. And that one is fantastic. Um, uh, there, there's some fisticuffs, I think. Yeah, Edge hits the spear out of nowhere. Um... They do a little bit of a brawl or whatever. Edge is going to leave. Um, 
John Cena is behind him suddenly in the crowd. That's right. They brawl back over the railing. Uh, both RVD and John Cena take turns beating the shit out of Edge. Right, right. <laughs> I remember that. Yep, that was cool. Um, and then I don't know what happened. I don't remember what happened. John Cena lays out Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, then the ECW locker room comes out to help yeah. Heyman to the back. Did that did John Cena being there set up anything, or was it just John Cena being there? To they be were there? kind of doing a, I guess like a three way feud really at this point, and okay. unfortunately it all kind of got cut short because RVD got busted with the devil's lettuce marijuana. Well, um, you know what? Pass that over here. I'm not the WWE Same champion here. in 2006. <laughs> Journey Pro is going to suspend you. Do me a favor. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. I love that place. Um, fucking uh, Balls Mahoney in this is very mad. So is this the promo with Heyman riling up the ECW guys? Okay. Yeah. Casey yeah. yells so loud. <laughs> Uh, so I made a note here. So they do this promo that we're going to take the fight to Monday Night Raw. Yeah. This they, We are 13 minutes into this show. Yeah. The show is 41 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Which sets a new record for the shortest thing that we have covered on this podcast. Really? Yes. Because the last episode is like 43 minutes long. And I think the first episode of Raw was like 43. And I think uh, WCW Dude. was like 45. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is this is the shortest thing we've. You, covered. you could have written this script on a fucking napkin, like <laughs> an edible napkin, and a Harten and and Hartenbauer brand edible napkin. <laughs> and Hartenbauer, yes, <laughs> that should have been my wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> so now, though, now we have what I had remembered as the opening of the show. Everything that actually opens the show, I had completely forgotten. Big time. So I okay. thought that this was the start of the show. And also, if you're listening to this, Oldest Man Alive, you thought this was the start of the show, too. Everyone I've ever talked to thinks this is the start of the show. This is a Okay, so this effect. is... Okay, thank you. Because, because I truly was very much like I was concerned. always told it was the start of the show. Right. I, I've never seen this, by the way. Any of this. Oh, wow. Ever. Okay, okay. I was told it was the start of the show. Yeah. I remember, I watched this when it happened. Yeah. I remember this being the start of the show. Oldest Man Alive remembers this being the start of the show. You said everyone, you like, it is truly a weird Mandela effect where all of that horse shit at the beginning of this. Maybe it's like, the, the first 13 minutes is like, yeah, yeah, dude, this is going to be awesome. Then it's, what the fuck? Fuck? That could and be it. that sticks out. Yeah, it's gotta be it. it. It's also like that first 13 minutes, despite being like well done, is largely filler. And yeah. and just setting other shit up. But guys, we gotta talk about this zombie. When I heard the music, I was like, <laughs> Abyss? Because for a second, it kind of sounds like... Yeah, yeah, I could beginning. hear that. Yeah. Which, who would have been... Amazing in ECW, especially in 06, Arguably, Abyss's prime. Yeah, fuck me, man. Sign me up. Give me a give me Abyss versus RVD. It's yeah, happened actually. It did, but years later. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm talking 06 Abyss. Like, I'm still running, moving, you know, doing the shock treatment Abyss. Yeah. Like, dude, I would have done Abyss versus Cena. Ooh, okay. Could have been some god-tier shit, man. Yeah. Like, especially in a gimmicky match of some sort. Mm-hmm. Who else would have been? Uh, Abyss versus Shelton Benjamin. Okay. Could have been cool. Abyss versus Punk. Yeah! Ooh, we never got that either. Yeah. Damn it. Um, So, the zombie comes out, right? Yeah, we and got this. And doing this thing, right? Uh-huh. That, and the weird music, whatever. The crowd. Fucking silent. Big time. They just went from seeing the three top guys in the, not just ECW, but the company. Yeah. John Cena, Edge, and RVD. And now, this guy. <laughs> if that had been the actual start of the show, <laughs> what it, do you... Phone's going off. <laughs> what man. do you think would have... What the crowd reacted like? Because they're going to be excited at the start Something, of the show. Something, anything. And then the zombie comes out. What do you think the reaction is? Honestly, worse than what it is here. <laughs> God. Like, it's really fucking bad. And then the zombie does a promo, question mark? Dude, that's exactly what I have. <laughs> he cuts a promo? That's what I have. Okay, first of all, when the... When, <laughs> when the zombie is coming out, Taz says... Was this a rib? What is this? Yeah. He asks if it's a rib. Yeah, live. I remember that. And then, as he's doing this promo, between one of the By the pauses, way, the, the, the promo is just Oh, yeah, him. we haven't even just... <laughs> do you want to do yours first, and I'll do mine? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go I ahead. do mine, you do yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just doing that over and over again. And in between the pauses, Taz says... It's riveting right there. <laughs> Which <laughs> So good. Which, that is funny. And it's the thing where it's like, okay. It, it's that weird thing, though, where it's like, this is stupid, right? Yeah. I almost think if we had leaned further in the stupid, it would have been good. But I felt like they were not, not putting the pedal down on stupid yet. Good? Or? Entertaining. Like, Inter- I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. I was going to say, for... For ECW? <laughs> if something's going to be stupid, I need it to be just full okay. tilt fucking stupid. See, the way I took the... And then Joey Styles says that's laughable. Yes. They are very clearly not trying to hide how angry this makes them. Which part of me thinks ECW is that is. like... Yeah, exactly. And part of me thinks that like, oh, you're actually trying to speak for the audience here that says this is stupid, basically. Yeah, like, ba- you're, maybe, you're, you're, yeah. you're taking... What's the phrase? You're taking the piss out of your own thing. Yeah. But then we hear... So, that is Sandman's WWE theme. I know and understood, even back then, they're not paying for Inner Sandman. Yeah. I get that. This theme is fucking great. This theme <laughs> is so fucking good. Dude. Like, it's also a th- weird thing where it's like, with Sandman, honestly, and by his own admission too, like, no one has ever denied this, 
the entrance was three fourths the act. <laughs> you know? And yeah. so then you're in a situation where you don't have that. They this it's not as good in my mind, but it is as good as it could have gotten. Because he does the same actual entrance. Mm-hmm. And this song fucking rules. So, alright, I understand that you're handcuffed here because you won't pay James Hetfield's exorbitant fees. I just expected them to make like a dollar store version like they did with uh, Man in Tom, the Box. Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. I think, I, li- I like dollar store Man in the Box better than Man in the Box. You big Alice in Chains guy or no? Meh. I dabble. There's a couple songs I like, but generally it's Allison, not my... That's a band that I never got into, but anytime that I hear one of their songs, I'm like, why didn't I get into this? Yeah. It's, well, more so for me than I guess for you, but like, it seems like something that if I had listened to at the time that they were hot, I would probably be a huge Alice in Chains fan. But mm-hmm. as it stands, I'm just kind of like, yeah, they have a lot of good songs. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Like, I'm not willing to spend money on them. We have talked long enough... About about this, just this music. Yeah. To have watched this match seven or eight times. That is correct. So, what is it? He comes to the ring and just absolutely waffles this poor sap. Kills him. If you told me that was Casey, I'd fucking believe you. The dust coming off the zombie, though, when he hits him with that stick. I'm sorry, that's fantastic. No, No one can convince me otherwise. And then he murders him. Oh, badly. Very badly. How long do you think this is? And you better be really close. <laughs> 36 seconds? Ooh. 17 seconds. I Holy fuck. <laughs> I was both close and grotesque. I was literally double. <laughs> like, You're both close and grotesquely not. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> grotesquely ghostesque. Holy shit. Um... <laughs> my my last note on this just said, "Oh, this zombie wishes he was still dead." They mock the zombie too on commentary. Yeah, they do the, the thing. Mm-hmm. They just don't. I I I I took it as they really are just like, yeah, we're gonna tell everyone how stupid this is, despite you wanting me make to to make they're, this serious. Sure, and but it's a weird thing because like. And I'm not defending this, because I, I actually don't think this is a good idea for wrestlers wrestling promotions to do. ECW, the original one, if someone had a shitty gimmick or something stupid, but they still were on the show, they would just flat out say, like, yeah, that's dumb, <laughs> but he's got a hell of a right hand. Or, you know what I mean? Like, they would be honest about what was being presented through their own product, which, yeah. again, I'm not going to say is Good, but on some level, I guess I can respect it. But I also think that even that was by design. Because yeah. then they're like, we're not going to insult your intelligence, you diehard ECW fans. Like, so then the idea of putting something, the idea of being, okay, we're not going to insult your intelligence, right? We're going to put something stupid on the show. But we're going to tell you it's stupid. <laughs> because we yeah, respect yeah, yeah. your intelligence. Yeah. Not enough to keep the stupid shit off the show in the first fucking place. No. Enough to put something stupid on the show and tell you, it's fucking dumb, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking dumb, ain't it? Oh, <laughs> well, it's almost like the... <laughs> get, 
Fuck it, I don't care. The uh, Zawa show recently <laughs> where they announced Casey versus Dakota and the match right up on it just said, here's a match. <laughs> oh, fuck. I love it. I love it, Moggle. I love it, Moggle. Ball game. Big match, John. Does it again. Ball game. Ball game. Anyway, um, sometimes you just get Up possessed. next. You, please go. Take this. Kelly Kelly, Brother. who by my math at the time of this broadcast is 19 and seconds old, by the way. <laughs> Does some sort of a vignette promo mm-hmm. thing yeah. where she says, I'm Kelly, mm-hmm. I'm an exhibitionist, yeah, which means I'm going to take off all my clothes tonight. A couple things here. One, <laughs> I've discussed on the show how the right to censor, I fell for it over and over and over again, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm embarrassed at how much that bit got me. When I saw this in 2006, easily seven years past the right to censor, well, maybe six, five, I was still like, yeah, she's going to get naked on (laughs) sci-fi. Why? Because I am a man and I'm fucking dumb. Yeah. Two, (laughs) Kelly Kelly, who at this point is just Kelly. She has not yet earned that second name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Meg pointed this out, and I was like, oh my god, you're right. She is soulless behind the eyes. Like, just staring into the fucking void. (laughs) But, I was invested in this (laughs) storyline. Yeah, storyline. The storyline. The line and the story. I gotta get a can. Talk about the next thing. I'll be back in a few seconds. No, I'm gonna talk about this thing a little bit more. Talk about this thing a little bit more. There's some fucking science here. And that is all. Okay, so. Uh, Jerry Lawler. They play something about Jerry Lawler last Sunday or whatever. Because last Sunday was um, One Night, One Night Stand. Stand 06, correct? Correct. Taz choked out Lawler at that show. Yes, uh, they replay that whole, basically that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, one last thing before we move on about Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Her real name is Barbie Blank. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I understand that, like, that company goes back and forth with, like, wanting to own people's names and this, <laughs> that, and the other. How on this earth did that girl com- come into that company at that time? And they say, what is your name? And she says, my name is Barbie Blank. And they say, okay, well, we're going to change that. <laughs> what more, like... <sighs> It's 2006 in the WWE, and someone who is that stunning says, my name is Barbie Blank, and you go, yeah, we gotta change that. No! What the... What are you doing? What are you even doing? (laughs) Uh, God damn it! So, uh, Jerry Lawler slaps Joey Styles. I thought that was a bit unnecessary, (laughs) because... Jerry's only slightly worse than Joey. Um, then it's Lawler versus Taz. Yes. And then the crowd was so up for this. They really were. And I was like, fucking why? 
Uh, so there was actually a very good angle with Lawler in the original ECW. Okay. In the mid-90s, so it was this weird, before the term, forbidden door thing. Okay. Where ECW Arena, they're having a show, RVD has started calling himself Mr. Monday Night, so the rumor is that he's going to WCW. The next night he shows up on Raw, and is managed by Lawler. So RVD is the massive heel. Sabu is his tag team partner at the time, so he's lumped in as a heel, too. So RVD is wrestling for both companies at the same time, right? Okay. ECW Arena Show, lights go out, classic bit, you know, we've all seen it, right? Lights come back on, Lawler in the ECW Arena. Which, you know what I mean, like that was, at that point, you couldn't get more heat. Fair enough. Cuts the promo about how this place should be uh, built out of toilet paper, because the only thing that's in it is shit. Just buries the whole company. Lawler, Sabu, and RVD lay waste to the entire roster, right? They just beat the shit out of anybody that tries to come to the ring. Taz's music hits. Taz walks to the ring, and they all three bail. Love it. So that established, like, you know, Sabu, RVD, and Lawler as, like, the top heel act. And Taz is so unfuckwithable that after those guys murder-fucked ten people, all he had to do was walk out there and they ran. Yeah. So everything's fucking golden. So there's still like that deep tie-in even in 06 okay. when they come back to this. So that's part of why that crowd is up. Okay, fair this. enough. Yeah. And also like Tez had had all of his injuries retired and gained, I don't know, 160 pounds it looks like. <laughs> God damn, dude. Ugh, the worst. But anyway, uh, so yeah, that, that happened. Here comes Angle. Kurt oh, Angle. yeah. I fucking love Kurt Angle. So much. Let me rephrase that. I fucking love Perk Angle. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not far from that. Just. I made a note. This is June of 06. Mm-hmm. By September of 06, he's in TNA. Yeah. So... Clock's ticking here. Mm-hmm. His gear. If here. it's not September, it might be October. But either way, like we're we're, it's winding down. His gear here is yep. so good. His music here is so good. Like, eh. I don't. I hated that. I hated it. Yeah. I like that they took away the "you suck" thing. No. <laughs> the mouth that guard is song good. Rules. It does. <laughs> um. Um. Mouth guard, he, mouth guard angle. Mouth guard dude. angle fucking money. I believe Kurt Angle told people, listen, man, call when I, I'll tell you when to call, do your shit, call it to me. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, I'm not calling anything. I'm just going to legitimately hurt you. Yeah. And then that's what the match would be. Dude, the the headbutt. This, uh, By the way, this is him versus Just Incredible. Um, Kurt kills people, is my note. He's yeah. Kill- I just fucking love it. The repeated high crotch, I'm just going to walk with you and then dump you wherever the fuck I feel like it, throw, slam, who cares? The the headbutt. The headbutt. God damn. Dude, it's crazy to me that we never got it, but for years there was that heavy rumor that he was going to do MMA. Like while he was in TNA, there was that heavy fucking rumor I can't he was going to do. An, he was going to do one or two MMA fights. I can't believe he didn't. I know. Like I, 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 it's. 
I don't know what the end result would have... I mean, obviously, it would have depended upon the fighter and everything yeah. else. But, like, if for no other reason, the sheer novelty of it. Tom, this finish. Oh, dude. Where he just beats him to death and chokes him out? Kurt Angle goes over with a, with a near, rear naked rear, choke. Rear naked choke, yeah. Not the ankle lock. Yeah. He's just like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And Justin... Which Ro- I had no memory Justin of. Roberts, what? Just incredible. Yeah. Is tapping for ages, and he's like, I'm not letting go. Yeah. Dude, Jesus. I had no memory of Angle ever winning a match like this. Never. Not, not ever. Like, but I love a- it. I kind of want to watch more from this era just to be like, did, was this a thing? Like, what What the fuck? I felt bad for Just Incredible during this, which yeah. I have never felt bad for him before. Exactly. So, how long was this match, Tom? Oh, I'm going to say 2 minutes and 54 seconds. 146. Wow, I was, again, close and way off. Jesus, not even two fucking minutes. God damn. Um, um, uh, da, 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 after this, my next this? note says, uh, Heyman announces an extreme battle royal for the main event. Yeah. Featuring ten ECW stars and all weapons legal. Mm-hmm. Which I was kind of like, well, that's okay. odd, but okay, that's something. Like, yeah. I, I like the idea of an ex- hardcore battle royal. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, before that, a little bit, Kurt Angle cuts a promo about him versus Orton at Vengeance. That's right, yeah. Kind of want to watch Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not saying it's on the fuckboard. We will consider it for a fuckboard. But Vengeance I'm going to withhold watching it in case it's a good, holy shit. Good idea. Type thing. And finally, before we move on to the thing... Um, Tom, can you give me your best perk angle yell? Like a primal, like the yeah. Like, give me your best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a little less, that was more stone cold. Anyway. Sorry, I, I there was one of them that I remember where he, you could tell his voice was just shot. <laughs> That's probably fair, too. You're Im- imitating a specific one? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just going to go with like the, just the video that people share on Twitter where he's got the towel and it's yeah. like raining. It's for like a... His entrance video or yeah. whatever like that, and he just goes, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's real! It's damn real! Is that um, a real thing that he said? Yeah. Oh no! That was in the hype video for. So okay, when Angle was going to TNA, there's a TNA pay per view, and the close of the pay per view, the end of it was hype video for Angle. Like shots of like him from the back that's in his entrance video and everything else. I watched this. I remember it very clearly. And at one point, like, like the, the show ends and they just cut to this video. I was like, is that fucking angle? Because he had a different singlet or whatever. Yeah. But all you see is like a bald guy kind of crouching or whatever. And it's like, there's no fucking way. Last shot, he turns to the camera. It's Kurt Angle, mouth guard, takes it out. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. And I was like, Holy shit. Like, that's the close of the pay-per-view. I remember uh, it was me and my buddy. We got up and, like, we were literally pacing the room like, holy fuck, I can't believe this is happening. Joe versus AJ. 
Or I'm not Joe versus Angle versus AJ. Angle versus Joe. Holy shit. Holy shit. Like off of that. Like I just remember we stood up and paced talking about shit that we wanted to happen for probably I ten minutes. It. I love it. Like that I was, love it. Well, at that point, that was the biggest thing that had happened. Was Angle going to TNA? Mm-hmm. Like the the closest thing is this year Daniel or I'm sorry Brian Danielson going to AEW. Yeah. Because that's a top fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaving to the only other quote-unquote competition, whatever you want to view it as. O- option alternative? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> you know, like... Um, so, there's a little bit of a thing where Kelly Kelly says she's going to strip again. And Did you then... skip the Kevin Thorne sighting? No. And oh, then okay, there's like a commercial right, break. Right, right. And then we come back with a shot of the mm-hmm. arena and it pans over and there's Kevin Thorne. Right. And he's just like, hey, and looking at the camera. And Joey Style says, that's just, no, no. Yeah. That's further proof that they're just burying anything they don't like. <laughs> so I know that we talked about this when we covered the last episode because I brought this shit up. So the the big rumor was that this shit was added to appease the people that ran sci-fi. Yeah. And again, I just want to point out, I wouldn't call a vampire sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that sci-fi plays vampire shit all the fucking time, but whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, this isn't Shudder. Like, but... I don't know, ass. How, how cool would it have been if it had been <laughs> the exact same setup, the same camera motion and everything, but it's a fucking robot. <laughs> it's Shockwave. Oh my god! And then amazing. Joey's, and, but Joey Sal's reaction is still the same. Which, that's not... You know what? Okay. <laughs> um, so, Kelly Kelly comes out. Well, they recap earlier in the night, but I don't want to... Kelly gonna strip! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have two notes here. Okay. <laughs> and we can just discuss things after that. Okay. Kelly Kelly was never a good dancer. Okay. <laughs> and not too long after this, when they put her in extreme expose with Layla and Brooke Tessmacher, who both are legitimate former dancers slash choreographers slash cheerleaders, it was amplified how much of a bad dancer Kelly Kelly was. <laughs> Because for some reason, like, oh yeah, your gimmick is that you're a dancer? Oh, you're not very good at that. Well, let's put you in a group with two girls who are world-class dancers. Yeah. Two, the bit where she's stuck in her bra, that was legit. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what this was supposed to be. (laughs) But I watched it. Happily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything was great. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Even the Bosch finish. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say about that, I think. Okay. But also... It's a weird thing because nothing <laughs> actually happens. Yeah. But I remember the the following week, I think, was... W- they, they played off of it, though. She said something like... I... I I recall there being some follow-up promo where she's like, I was so nervous I couldn't get out of my bra. And then they go to do it again, and then that's when they introduce Mike Knox as the jealous boyfriend. So then he's the foil for all of us who just want to see 
Yeah. Full frontal public nudity. <laughs> yeah. With children in the audience. Well, got to. You know? <clears throat> got to. But anyway, anyway. Anyway. Taz says, I think this is going to be better than the old ECW. Well, no. <laughs> you know what my next note is, Tom? What's your next note? Dollar Store Man in the Box. Dollar Store Man in the Box. Yes. Dude, it's so good. Is it as good as this, Anyway, it's time for... Do you recognize this? No. That's an old Tommy Dreamer WWE theme. I don't remember that. From like the very early aughts. Like right after ECW closed up shop. Yeah. Dollar Store Man in the Box is better. It is. Um, <laughs> um, so it's, it's time for the Extreme Battle Royal time. <laughs> it's time. So I made a note of all the entrants here. So did I. Go for it. Let's, let's alternate. You then me. Well, I, I don't know if we made the same order. Oh, God. You did... Okay. <laughs> Tommy D- Dreamer. Sabu. Al Snow. Roadkill. Steven Richards. You missed Danny Doring, but Danny Doring. Okay. Uh, the FBI. Okay. Balls. You mean Casey? Uh-huh. Big Show? Uh-huh. That's it. Because it's... When you said the FBI, that's... Guido. Okay. Tommy Dreamer, Sabu, Al Snow, Roadkill, Danny Doring, Stevie Richards, Balls Mahoney, Guido, Mama Luke, Big Show, Big Guido. See, I didn't, uh, I didn't write them in the same order. It's all good. That's why. Uh, FBI though, a uh, accompanied to the ring by Trinity. Yep. Lot of science on this program tonight, guys. Mm-hmm. Lot of science on this program. This outfit that she's wearing. Is held together by positive thoughts. Holy <laughs> lord. Yeah, yeah. Good God. Um this 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 was something. It was fine. There's it's so just much a weird metal. concept. Yeah, yeah, and like that too. They're also just kinda handcuffed because there's it's like, oh, it's extreme rules, but it's not they're they're not allowed to go as far as you would want to go with something like this. Yeah. Like, there's there's no blood, right? Yeah. And outside of a shit ton of sheet metal <laughs> via you know what? road signs, trash can lids, or cookie sheets. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of all there really is. So, this reminds me. This match actually reminded me of a time that me and my friends, we were all on my trampoline, and there was like... Eight of us. There were so more people than should be on the trampoline, yeah. frankly. And we all had a weapon. <laughs> Some of my friends had wiffle ball bats. I had a cookie sheet Ooh, that I stole that from an indie show. Sting, yeah. We had some other like one of like the like the just like foil cookie sheets and stuff. Right. Like one of those. And we're just all wailing on each other. Not really hitting each other right. hard. But we're having basically this happen. And I like at one point I hit someone with the cookie sheet and my hand slid up and it was a part where like the thing broke right it cut my hand i was like i got color oh my god i thought i was such a bad we're like 
Eight. I'm like eight. Sure. Uh, not, not even, like six. I got uh, a much more embarrassing version of that. Okay. <laughs> Me and the uh, uh, same buddy that I was talking about earlier, like pacing around yelling about, oh, these dream matches for Angle and TNA. Okay. He had an old school like rectangle trampoline in his yard, right? Yeah. This thing's worn out as fuck. Like if you jump too hard, you'd hit the ground type of shit. Yeah. Fucking, um, for whatever reason, one time, I think we were talking about Shane McMahon like laying out on chair shots. I, I don't know. It was something... He got a, a cookie sheet, but it was an actual, like, cooking pan. Okay. Like a baking pan. We get on his trampoline. He's standing. I just bounce and just lay out face first like I'm taking, like I'm just going to splash an invisible person. And he just swats me in the top of the head. But he hits me with the fucking edge of it. This is, <laughs> neither of us had trained. We yeah, hadn't done yeah. anything. I come down just going, oh, fuck. <laughs> so oh, my stupid. God. Don't do what we do. Don't do what Donnie don't does. does. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, Big Show hits a fallaway slam on Roadkill in this, and it looks awful. Oh my god, it looks like it hurts so bad. It looks like it hurts me right now. <laughs> like it Roadkill hurts. looks scared or something, and puts his arm down. It just looks like it dislocates everything in his limb. Oh, like and he hit, he lands basically on the bottom rope. Yeah, that too. Like weird. Uh, they they did do one thing early on in this that I very much liked, like structurally or psychologically. Where I was like, well, fuck, people should borrow this more often. Big Show clears the ring without eliminating anyone. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yes, that's smart. You're establishing the guy as the guy without eliminating people from the match and, you know, cutting it short. Yeah. I dug it. I did like that too. Eventually, everyone bullies Big Show. Oh, uh, he's like curl- he's like curling up, and they're all just beating the fuck out of just him with sheet metal. <laughs> uh, I made notes of the order of elimination. Um, I also have a note pulled up on the Google that has the God order of elimination. Damn it! But you're good. Um, so uh, I have so many notes about this. Um. See that's great. Bring out, I don't have a lot of notes about this. this they bring this out a table for me. Yeah, bring it. Bring out a table. Sabu stands on. I'm like, I hope he fucking dies through that thing. <laughs> God damn it! At one point, I think Big Show hit goes to hit a um, choke slam on Casey, and he goes up just about as much as you know he would. Um, Tommy Dreamer dies through the table. Oh, wait, yeah, that's right. I remember that. It's, it's painful looking. Um, God, I feel like I'm forgetting something about this freaking thing. Um, I don't know. Because I, I, I literally have no notes on it past that fall-away slam, the overuse of sheet metal, oh, and then the order of elimination. Here we go. I, I was just totally blind. It's right in front of me. So, big show, right? Yeah. He's getting beat the fuck out of it by everyone. Yeah. Um, Casey guts Big Show. Yeah. And Big Show's doubled over waiting for the back shot. Casey just walks away with the chair. <laughs> and is like in the corner. And Big Show's there for like What's ten like whole forever? seconds. Yeah. Like just uninterrupted. I don't even remember where why he moved. He just looked like a giant lonely kid. <laughs> waiting to get hit in the back with a chair. As one does. And Casey just... 
I, it's false Mahoney. I, I know I keep calling him Casey, but ever since that was pointed out to me, I can't unsee it. Dude, RVD mistaking Casey for balls. <laughs> what more is there? I don't know if it's true, but I choose to no, believe it's true. it was after. I, no, I don't know if it's true, but I choose to believe it was after balls had already passed. I'm pretty sure it was. You Really, dude? I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, no. Well, um, anyway, so Big Show is alone in the ring or whatever. It's down to Big Show and uh, Big Guido. I was like, really? Versus John Cena? I don't want either of these. Um, I looked it up. This would have been within a few days either way of balls passing. Oh, no. So, yeah. Wow. RVD mistook Casey for Balls either just before Balls died or just after Balls died. Either way, depressing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Casey. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so it comes down to Big Show and Big Guido, and I'm like, really? Versus John Cena? Like, right. it's no question who's going to win. No, yeah, for sure. Except... And then they do a thing where Sabu comes back in because he was never Correct. eliminated. Yes. And then... He puts up a chair, and then he hits a chair off of Big Show's... He finally got the back right. shot, and Big Show's pulled over the top. Right I thought back. that was a decent way to eliminate Big Show and kind of keep him protected or whatever. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Unfortunately, Cena versus Sabu. Hey, man, I like. I, I don't remember that match. I'm not going to sit here and say it was good, obviously. I don't think that it probably was, but like... The novelty factor there. <sighs> like, you also have to put yourself in the par- perspective of 2006. Going back in time and saying in 2006 that we are going to see Sabu versus John Cena on a WWE pay-per-view is the most batshit fucking thing imaginable at that point. Yeah, I guess. I'm not saying it was good. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm telling you it wasn't. I didn't even see I it. I don't know, <laughs> like... But I hate that that kind of makes me want to watch Vengeance more. Well, this implies that Vengeance has Edge versus RVD, Angle versus Orton, and Cena versus Sabu. Yeah. Like, that alone, to me, has my interest Exactly. Peaked. Yeah. So in and that case, was, it was effective. And my interest was piqued when they said they were going in, in, to uh, invade Raw. I was like, I kind of want to see that now. I'm I'm not opposed to going back to this time period or this product because yeah. like my last note on the show just says this isn't great, but I actually had fun watching this. That j- say, big same. Like, as far as comparing it to the last episode, right? Something happened at all, <laughs> <laughs> and like not one ad for NXT. That's true. <laughs> um. It's just, it just, I felt better. I don't. Also, it, it was closer the, I, to I, what ECW meant too. Yeah, no, uh, big, big, big time, big. And that is if, if for nothing else than the set. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I made a note of that. That I was like, we watched that last episode, and it's the same fucking set as SmackDown or whatever the fuck else they were taping that night. Yeah, this at least looked different enough. Yeah, to be like, oh, this isn't. Also, them being in a smaller venue. Again, made it look different. I know that, like, uh, Kurt Angle has said in interviews afterwards that, like, when he was moved to said brand, 
he was told, hey, because a lot of those guys, like, your bonuses and shit is based on attendance at said events, which makes sense. If there's more money coming in the gate, the performers get more money. Yeah, yeah. And Angela said in, in interviews after he left the Fed that he was told, hey, you're going to be on these shows that are smaller drawing, but we will still take care of you. The idea being that, like, his pay would stay relatively the same even though they're in a smaller yeah. venue that draws a lesser gate. Which is fine. You absolutely... Especially a guy like Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need to be getting your money. Like... Angle, especially at this time, would beat the shit out of you if you Angle, didn't get it. Angle, Big Show, all uh, your Edges, your Cena's, your RVD's, all these guys that are at that higher level need to be made sure that they're like comparatively getting what's fair pay. Because mm-hmm. like, even if you are proud of the product or the the brand, so to speak, right? If you're an RVD guy and you have ties to the the origins of it, if you're making X amount of dollars on Raw and SmackDown. Like, oh, hey, we're going to put you on the ECW thing. Oh, cool, I have ties to ECW. Oh, you're going to be doing it for a third less pay. You may not have those ties to ECW that long, you know? Like, so I always kind of appreciated that stuff. But, like, yeah, I definitely want to go back to more of this. Yeah, it's also, like, just cool to see, like, something with so much promise. To Like, can you imagine, like, picture that we still have ECW today. Mm-hmm. And it is... A separate, like, not separate, but, like, it is Separate not in the sense PG. that this is separate, yeah. It's not a PG product, but it's right. a WWE product. It right. caters to a different audience. But you still have people from Raw and SmackDown jumping over there. Sure. Drawing eyes over... I feel like the overall product would be better. I agree. I also love the idea that, like... If you use ECW to anchor it a little bit, like... Christ. Yeah, yeah, because, like, I, I loved how at this time period, like, we still kept Raw and SmackDown separate. Yeah. But ECW was, like, this Wild West saloon. So I was like, imagine if they had just, like, stuck with it and done it correctly and seen it through, where it's like, oh, somebody on Raw cut a promo about somebody on SmackDown. Somebody on SmackDown responds, hey... I can't go there, you can't go there. See you at ECW next week. And make it just this What a fucking... beautiful thing. Yeah. It, like, obviously you wouldn't want to do that all the time because then it gets money down and yeah, diluted. Yeah, definitely. But, like, that could have been so fucking dope. Especially because, like, the only other way that that could happen was the shared pay-per-views. Because they were right. the SmackDown pay-per-views and the Raw pay-per-views. So that makes the matches that happen on ECW, when that when that does happen, right. feel like a big and fucking deal. you know what I think would be, like, something cool then to do with that, with that concept? Don't do it with top guys all the time. Do it with a, do it with a mid-card guy on Raw and a mid-card guy on SmackDown. They show up on ECW in a couple weeks to have their own fight and, like, settle the thing. Give two mid-card guys 12 minutes and just be like, tear it up. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw, whatever, and then you all will go back to your separate shows so that now you're worth more over here on SmackDown. You're worth more over here on Raw because people saw you guys have a baller fucking match on this other show. Vince, we're only printing you money. Like, it's... I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that it would have ever super long-term worked. But they absolutely didn't see this. Through. I feel like it absolutely could have. Oh yeah. Keep in mind. Okay, so this is June. This mm-hmm. is the the first episode. One of the greatest episodes of this podcast ever was December to December two thousand six. Six months. Six months. They fucked it from this 
which you and I, I think, both kind of agree, although not perfect, was pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. To December to Dismember, where we spent most of the time talking about competitively shit panning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like... I tell you what, I saw him. Even in them slacks, he can fill them up. <laughs> Tom Dreamer. Tom Dreamer can fill those, fill those up. Tom Dream knows how to crap. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to control his narratives. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's going to be there too, I bet. God damn. What is, why is it that, like, control your narrative just all of a sudden has this, this aura of, oh, these are where the idiots go. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say it for you, but you kind of just said it for yourself. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. I don't like, how did that even happen? Because I, I used know. to like Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, EC3. Like, that, what? That one, that's one where I know that we... we, we and even Austin Aries. Uh, Austin Aries in ring was unfuckwithable for a good long fucking time. Yeah. Like... I still but enjoy like, his work. Yeah, I mean, but like, you can't. I, I how I do can't you fall that, that away from him? I don't. I even liked him on commentary in Two Hundred Five Live. I remember thinking that was good. Yeah, like I, I, it's just the thing where the 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 amount of people that can't get out of their own way, you know mm. what I mean? And then somehow they find themselves in this. Like I, we we've spent. If, if there's anything that takes a second place to Orton for time spent discussing on this podcast. It's missed balls by the WWE and, like, guys that just, yeah. why did this work? EC3 is a guy that should be brought up in that conversation. Like that's Easily. A, like, to me, it's that thing where it's like, we all know these things that, like, Vince McMahon and the WWE brass like. You guys had EC3. Technically, you had him twice. The second that's time true. after he had literally made himself a name. <laughs> so yeah. you didn't even have to do that. And that's a, it's the thing where I'm like, okay, he is... Tall, he can speak. He looks like an action figure ate an action figure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What I don't know what more. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I I watched that guy be effective as a heel. I saw him be effective as a babyface. What more do you like? I don't know, man. And like, that's the type of thing too. Where I'm like, if you're a, a guy on the independence. As fucked as this may sound, that should dissuade you from your dream of going to the WWE. Because if they can't find anything for him, what are they going to find for you? If Cesaro decides to go elsewhere, what can you do? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Now that I've just shit on a bunch of people's hopes and aspirations... Maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you know what I mean? Where it's like... No, if, I know if, exactly what you're saying. How few people, especially on the independence, or on the independence, rather, can look in the mirror and say, I'm as talented, I'm as jacked, I'm as uh, well-spoken uh, as whatnot as EC3 was a few years ago. I won't say for right now. But well, how few people can say... comparing yourself to someone. You can't do that. <laughs> that's very true. There's much worse... People in the WWE right now. Uh, you, 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 you. 
That I, really is just the gift that keeps on giving. What, the you? You! Well, how did that start? I think we've talked we've about talked this We've talked about before. this several times on here. Um, the question God is, can you recommend this show? Uh, you know what? I can say yes. Yeah. But with the caveat, if it were current weekly television. Because I don't want another 40 minutes of my life to revisit something that's already happened. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, for me, I, I'm going to give this a recommend. Again, it's short, so it's just something you can kind of turn on. It's yeah, a little it's trip not, yeah. down memory lane and just the, I think, yeah. the shock of being like, wow, what? Like, Edge, Cena, and RVD are the top guys? What? Huh? Yeah. And then, also, like... I just realized how stupid my answer was because we we constantly dedicate hours of our lives to stuff that's already happened. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, screw no. it. Um, anything you want to plug before we wrap this one up? At Wild Web Podcast on uh, Twitter. Yep. Um, I already yourself? plugged my Twitter. Okay, yep. I um, did that earlier. Follow but, uh, the promotions that we, we work for. Yeah. <laughs> um, check out Journey Pro. Um, at the time that this drops, I am about to head to St. Louis Anarchy, where I will be having a lumberjack match against one Jake Durden. Mm-hmm. Very large man. That's your big boy. Ow. Yep, you just hit yourself. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yep, I think that's good. And don't forget to tune in next week when Tom and I have to swap can styles. Oh, can, yeah, can that's opening right. style yeah, yeah. for the opening bell. For the opening bell. Uh, it so. can only go well. What a week.